Welcome to Social Stupidity, the podcast that tries to make sense out of the stupid stuff people post online. In case you haven't noticed, stupidity is running rapid, y'all. But don't worry, to get you through it all, here's your host, Anthony McNeil. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode number five of Social Stupidity, the podcast. Once again, it's me, your boy, Anthony McNeil, your host. As always, I do very much appreciate you tuning in and listening to the podcast. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to the podcast on so that you do not miss an episode when new episodes are released. Before I get into today's topic, um, I have to give my disclaimer that I give on every, every episode. And very simply, that is, if you're easily offended, if you're always offing your feelings, if you're politically correct, if you're looking for someone to tell you what you want to hear instead of the way things are, then this podcast ain't for you. Now, if you happen to fall in one of those categories and decide not to listen, hey, no hard feelings, but you know what I always say, don't let the doorknob hit you in the ass on the way out. If you don't happen to fall into one of those categories, great. You continue to listen. Again, I appreciate the support. Now, with that said, let's go ahead and get into today's topic. Now, you've read the title of this podcast, Kanye West and the United States Postal Service. What do they have in common? I'm going to kill two birds with one stone with this podcast. Um, I'm going to talk about the Postal Service here, obviously, and Kanye West. And at the end, I'm going to tell you exactly what they have in common. But before I do that, I want to go through each one of these items separately. And then I'll tie this all in together at the end. Now, the way I came up with this idea for this particular episode. About three, four weeks ago, uh, my daughter was expecting a package that was coming through the United States Postal Service. And when she was tracking the package, it was showing all kind of weird stuff. One day it would be in this city. The next day it would be in another city. Then the following day it would be back at the city that it was originally in the arrival date kept changing and and things like that it was just something real goofy going on with the with the postal service took about three three and a half weeks before her item actually arrived and back around the last week in june 2020 i had a similar situation where i had a client who was sending me some information through snail mail. And usually when they send me something, it takes maybe three, four days before I get it. But this time it took almost three weeks before it arrived. And again, I'm thinking, man, what the fuck's going on with the postal service? You know, and it, it, it didn't make sense. I was on Reddit and I came across a post that someone had made and it was entitled Disturbing Memo Reveals Trump's USPS Chief Slow Delivery Amid Call to Expand Voting by Mail. So I was like, huh, that's weird. So I started looking into it and let me just back up a little bit. Let me let me let me say this. If you are into politics, then you know dating all hell, all the way back to the 70s, that the 
GOP and Republicans have, have, when it comes to the Postal Service, they've wanted nothing more than to privatize that, that service. Like I said, this started hell back in 1970 with the fucking Koch brothers. If you don't know who the Koch brothers are, you can Google them. But they're two very well-known GOP donators that push all their agendas by heavily funding people running or Republicans running for office. Well, back in the 70s, Charles Koch, one of the brothers, um, I believe his other brother, I think his name was David. I believe he has since passed. Um, but he became one of the biggest funders of the Libertarian Party. And their entire platform for their party was built around privatizing the United States Postal Service. Charles Koch continued going into the 80s after being unsuccessful in the 70s that he was going to try this again. And he had one of his henchmen, um, a gentleman by the name of Richard Fink, who was appointed to Reagan's privatization commission. And basically the whole commission was put together to come up with how they could privatize the postal service. Well, again, they tried and they were unsuccessful, but they continued up until this very moment up to right now in July, 2020, they are still trying to do this. And Charles Koch has a, a political pact called Americans for Prosperity, and they have decided to single out nine Republican senators who are up for re-election, and they're going after them to vote against the HEROES Act and oppose any funds that are to be going to the United States Postal Service. Now, in case you don't know what the HEROES Act is, it basically stands for Health and Economic Recovery Omnibus Emergency Solutions. Long story short, what it is, it's money that was approved by by Congress, by the House, to fund or aid the United States Postal Service during this whole pandemic. Well, the problem is that once that bill went over to the Senate, Mitch McConnell has failed to bring it up for approval. And he will refuse to release any of the funds. And President Trump hasn't signed that law or he hasn't signed that act or any of the components of the act. And during my research for this, I found that a lot of people feel that if this pandemic continues into next year, that if those funds are not released, I believe it's like $25 million or something like that that was approved. If they're not released, then we could be looking at the end of the United States Postal Service. And of course, Mr. Koch will finally get his his um, wish because um, I'm sure if that starts to happen, that the service will at some point be privatized. Well, doing my research for this, I also discovered that there was a another person who had an interest in that money not making it to the Postal Service and holding up funding. And that was Stephen Mnuchin, who was the Treasury Secretary. Now, I'm thinking, why the hell would he be interested in holding up this money? Other than releasing the funds to the Postal Service, he really has nothing to do with the Postal Service. He would like to see the money held up because he wants more control over the Postal Service, which 
again, to me, seemed very weird. I'm like, why the fuck would he want to have control over the Postal Service? It, he's the fucking Treasury Secretary. And I started doing some more digging, and what I came across was a gentleman by the name of Bill Zoller. Mr. Zoller is, or was, the CEO of a trucking company called YRC Worldwide. He was named in, I believe it was actually July 1st of 2020, he was named or he was recommended by Mnuchin and confirmed immediately by the Senate to head up the United States Postal Service board members. And right after becoming the head of the board members, uh, Mnuchin gave YRC a $700 million loan. And as a result of that loan, the United States got a 29% stake in YRC. Now, here's the thing that made this all kind of fishy to me. Mnuchin gave this money to YRC knowing damn well that at this very moment, they are being investigated by the Justice Department for frauding the Pentagon. YRC has a lot of contracts with the Pentagon in the United States. Apparently what they were doing, whenever they would get a shipment, if it was estimated, if, if, if the actual weight came in lower than the original estimate, they wouldn't change it. And they did this to the tune of millions of dollars. So why the hell would Mnuchin give this company $700 million? Yeah, the, the, the government got a 29% stake in it, but they're fucking under investigation for fraud. And the only thing I could think of why Mnuchin would suddenly want more control over the Postal Service and why he would put this guy Zoller in charge and give out this loan. What the hell did he get? Think about that. I mean, this guy, a company that is currently under investigation for fucking fraud by the, from the United States of America gets a $700, a $700 million loan from the United States of America. The only conclusion that I can come up with is that somehow Mnuchin or someone that he knows is getting paid somewhere along the line in this whole thing. Now, back in May, the Postal Service, they got a new Postmaster General, a gentleman by the name of Louis DeJoy. DeJoy is a businessman from North Carolina. He owned a logistics company from, I believe it was 19... 83 up until about 2014 before he sold the company to a bigger logistics company XPO for $615 million. He then became the CEO of XPO. Well, in May of 2020, Donald Trump picked Mr. DeJoy to become the new Postmaster General. Now, why did he pick Mr. DeJoy? Yeah, he has a logistics background, but more importantly, since 2016, Mr. DeJoy has donated $2 million to Donald Trump and the Republican Party, including this year, he's donated $360,000 
to the idiot's re-election campaign. Mr. DeJoy and his wife also own $25 million and $50 million worth of stock in XPO. Now, XPO does extensive business with the United States Postal Service. In 2017 alone, they did over $57 million worth of business. See where I'm going with all this shit? Trump brings in one of his high donators, puts him in a position because that's what Trump does. You show him favor, then he's going to make sure you get richer. So what kind of decisions do you think this guy is going to make to help his investment over at XPO? I'm just saying. Now, that's just a little bit of a background with the with the Postal Service. I'm going to tie again, I'm going to tie all of this shit together here in a minute. But now I want to jump over and start talking about Kanye West. You may or may not remember back in 2014, 2015, whatever it was, at some award show, Kanye went off on some 20-minute rant. And during that rant, he mentioned that in 2020, he was going to run for president. Well, he's running for president. Now, I thought it was kind of funny that with four months out from the election, all of a sudden he decides that he's going to throw his hat in the ring. Now, that's his choice if that's what he wants to do. But you have to question why now? And this is where, <laughs> just real quick, Kanye, <laughs> this shit is actually kind of funny. He's running as an independent, but he's running, the name, the name of his party is the birthday party. Now, I got two, two theories as to why Kanye's decided to do this now. The first theory is that this is a rollout for a new album that he has coming out. And it would not surprise me one bit if the name of that album isn't Birthday Party. Kanye's been known for doing these big elaborate rollouts whenever he puts out a new project. So that's not too far-fetched, I would imagine. The second theory I have as to why he's doing this now ties into the title of this episode. What does he have in common with the United States Postal Service? That thing that he has in common is Donald Trump and Donald Trump's reelection. You're probably saying, what? Let me let me break this down for you. Here's here is my my uh, view or opinion on this. It's, It's obvious what's going on with the Postal Service. Like I said in the beginning, there was something fishy going on with with my mail being delayed, my daughter's mail being delayed. And I talked to my client and apparently they've had other issues with mail being delayed. When Mr. DeJoy took over as the postmaster back in May, he put out a memo that has since been leaked to the media. And basically they've decided that they're going to slow down all the mail. He's saying he's doing it to save money. And the way he's going to save money is by if in the past, if postal, if if male people had to go back out and do a second shift or a second run or whatever, then they were they would do that to get the mail out on time. 
Well, that's one of the things that he's going to stop them from doing. But the way this all ties back into Trump, right now we're in the middle of this pandemic. People do not want to be in large groups. We're also four months out from an election, which means that more states are looking to go to mail-in ballots. See where I'm going here? So Trump brings in this guy who's a big-time donor who, and, and, and this is just me throwing this part in, Trump says, you come in and you slow this shit down with these ballots for me. I'll do this for you. I'll put you in charge. You do whatever you need to do to make some more money on the side. You run it the way you need to run it to benefit you. I don't know if that's true or not, but it wouldn't surprise me. Everything with these motherfuckers are crooked as hell. So now you have that aspect of it. The mail is being slowed down. And I don't know if you know it or not, but in 34 states, absentee ballots have to be received by election officials, not just postmarked in order for them to count. They have to be received by election officials prior to a deadline, not just postmarked. Think about that. In the last primaries here that we just had, it's been reported that almost 100,000 ballots didn't count because they, were, they did not make it in time. And this is since May when Mr. DeJoy came on. So what do you think it's going to be like come November with a national election on the line? It's just another tool that Trump is using to help him get reelected. So how does Kanye West tie into this? Again, to help Trump get reelected. Now, everybody knows that Kanye has this fucking thing for Trump. He has come out and said that he no longer supports Trump, but I don't believe that. Kanye comes into this because here's what I think is going on. If, if this is not a rollout for Kanye for a new album, it would not surprise me one bit if Kanye did not receive a phone call from Donald Trump asking him to run so that he can take black votes away from Joe Biden. Does he stand a chance on winning? I would like to think not, but we thought the same thing back in 2016, and look what we ended up with. Now, if Kanye West can get 3 to 5% of the votes, imagine what that takes away from Biden. 2016, 77,000 votes was the difference, and Trump knows that. I know you may be saying, oh, Tony, you're on some, some of that conspiracy bullshit, and yeah, it does sound like a fucking conspiracy. But when you stop and think about it, we're talking about Donald Trump. This motherfucker, I do not put anything past. This guy will do whatever it takes to get reelected. And by having Kanye take votes away from Biden, it works in his favor. It's just another tool in his fucking toolbox. Slowing down the mail, having Kanye out, hopefully taking votes away. And many other things that he's, he's fucking doing. But here's the big takeaway from all this. You might ask, obviously, he wants to get reelected. But why is reelection so important to him? I think what a lot of people forget is that Donald Trump is individual number one. 
Now, if you remember back with the whole Michael Cohen thing, Donald Trump has been named as an unindicted co-conspirator. What that means is come Jan- or February 22nd, 2021, the day that he leaves office, he can be indicted. If he's not reelected, the day he steps out of office, he can be indicted. Now, this is coming out of the state of New York, which, by the way, just won a Supreme Court case that says that, yes, they can see his tax records and his lawyers right now doing everything in their fucking power to try to stop those tax records from coming out before the election. That's why the mail is being slowed down. That's why, in my opinion, Kanye West has now decided to enter this presidential election because he got a phone call from Donald Trump asking for help. I would not put it past him one bit. I know that sounds a little far-fetched, but does it really? Donald Trump right now is a corner rat. If he does not get reelected, all of his dirt comes to the surface. If he gets reelected, the statute of limitations will run out. So when you have a rat that's been that's being cornered, they're going to do everything they can to get out of that corner. And right now, that's what he's doing. That's just my opinion. As always, leave me a comment. Send me an email. Let me know what you think. I'll talk to you later. Bye.